Everybody. Hey, Mike. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Film Photography Podcast, the internet radio show for folks <laughs> for folks who love to shoot film. That's funny. Yeah, this uh, we made it. Uh, it is now January first, twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. All the exciting things, filmy things that went on this past year was an action-packed year. Action. I don't really have a year in review. Maybe if I can get myself together, I could put a little blog together. You know, yeah. The year in review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, who cares, Would right? it be a short blog or a long blog? Oh, always a short blog. Yeah. Then I'll read it. <laughs> we have some fun things to talk about today. Uh, Mark's going to be talking about uh, a Kickstarter for a 4x5 film processor. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Mark's going to have a talk about a camera. Oh, yes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm going to do a quick, it's called Mike Rosso's Quick Tips on Using Canon EOS Cameras. You know, folks, because <laughs> they're really, you know, folks who've never shot with a, can- a Canon EOS, whether it's digital or film, be like, oh, you know, I, I got the, I know someone who just got one, a digital version. Really? And, uh, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to read the book. I'm like, well, listen, wouldn't you like some quick tips of like what settings so you can get like very nice depth of field, you know, mm. where the, the subject's in focus and the background's out of focus? Oh, I'd like that. Yes, you would. I'm going to give some quick tips on that. Uh, later on, uh, Mark O'Brien and Leslie Lazenby are going to stop by for a quick... Uh, chit-chat? A quick, quick chit-chat about the Olympus Trip 35. Oh. That and listener letters Yay. and a whole lot more. But let's get right into it. Uh, firstly, I want to thank everyone for, you know, it's been a great year. All the folks that have pitched in for the uh, school donation programs. Mm-hmm. And most notable, just a few weeks ago, the Tampa Bay Times did a whole article on uh, Dylan Barnes' Gulf Coast Academy. Look at that. I see that. I saw, yeah, I saw that you posted That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. You want to read a little bit of that, John? Oh, shall I read it? Yeah. <clears throat> Gulf Coast Academy. Don't sing it. <laughs> Gulf Coast Academy 8th grader Kara Peters was halfway up to her elbows in an elastic black bag, moving stuff around inside that needed to be kept completely out of the light. I wonder what she was doing. Says that? No. Okay. That's what I says. For anyone old enough to remember using cameras that operated with film, she was moving the film from its canister to a developing tank. Kara, 13, is in the Gulf Coast after school film photography class. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm a film photographer, said the club's advisor. Dylan Barnes. That's why I started the club. They learn what film is about, how to load it, and they learn all the film processing. It's all black and white. Offering a film class requires a few things, not the least of which is film cameras, both point-and-shoot cameras and single-lens reflex. Barnes has 10 to 15 of his own that the students use and others from a group called the Film Photography Project. (laughs) That's right. Spreading the love. That's right. Mm. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. You guys... How many uh, cameras did you send? 15? Oh, 
sent about 10 uh, SLR cameras, sent some uh, FPP debonnières. Debonnières? Uh, and initially, a bunch of 35-millimeter point-and-shoot. Mm. Great. Yeah, so Let's they're see. all set up. Your donations at work. That's right. These are donations at work, folks. Couldn't do it without you folks listening right now who have sent the numerous boxes. Mark has seen these pallets of Yay. boxes. Pallets of boxes. Literally, the pallets of boxes. It's insane. It's insane. They get sorted. Uh, I sort them. Mark Dalzell comes down. John claims to come I came down. one day, and you totally <laughs> were like, ah, come on, let's go get Mr. Lee. <laughs> I was all ready to help. I opened one box and set a couple of things aside, and then you're like, let's get Mr. Lee. Okay. Uh, but this is an ongoing program. It's really, really fantastic. I'm so happy that uh, I'm happy that Dylan got this uh, press. You can go yeah, to Google. The Google. Uh, just type in Tampa Bay Times Gulf Coast Academy students, and you can you know see this article for yourself. Hopefully, there'll be a link in our show notes. What show? Thanks to Alex Laux, who does our show notes. He does a fine, fine job. Yes. Uh, folks at home listening, I also wanted to say, my name is Mike Rosso. I don't know if I told you that. Uh, Mark Dalzell is here. Hi. John Fideli is here. Who said that? John is looking like, you'll see it in our show notes, John is looking, looking like Rick from Walking Dead. You don't know what it's like out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I got my winter beard. So do you. Fuji Instax was featured on Walking Dead. Was it really? Glenn takes a picture yeah. of his wife with a Fuji Instax. Oh, that's right. Kit. Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh. Speaking of donations, this is from David Johnson from Greensboro, North Carolina. He says, I'm shipping you several items for the FPP camera donation program and also enclose on a CD some articles I wrote that I think would be fun and useful to have posted on the FPP website. I've got to put this aside because I have no idea what that CD is. Jeez, <laughs> oh, huh? Yeah. The articles are In Search of the Perfect Range Finder. Bet you oh, would like I to need hear to that. read that. Yeah. He also wrote a brief article on why Necromats are the best cameras. I hope that my contributions are a good addition to FPP efforts and keep up the good work. Thank you very much, David Johnson, a.k.a. Ape Man. What? I think this is Flickr. A-P-E, oh, okay. all caps, then small, lowercase, M-A-N. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. This is from Reed George. We met him at the walking workshop in Finlay. He says, please and find and close a fun little Polaroid Easy Zoom 35mm camera, nine rolls of expired uh, Kodak, black and white 400CN film. Where? Yeah, those, those are hard to find. They are. Shot my oh, last you like two those. Rolls. You I like shot those. my last two rolls. Which yeah. one? The CN? The C41 black and white film that Kodak made. Thank you, Reed. I really appreciate that. Yeah, wow. Where's the camera? The Necromat? They're over in the, in the office. Oh, in the other place? They're on a pallet. I also want to thank uh, William Perret. He uh, also donated some cameras. Thank you very much. Here, why don't you read this one, John? Oh, you know what? Mark, Mark never Mark gets to read oh, one. Oh, you don't have to make a big deal out of it. Camera. Well, it's Kristen. Just it's... wanted to say hi. I listen to your podcast on my drives home from work, and they make sitting in traffic more bearable. Drive 17S past the Garden State Plaza every day. I oh, my. Day. We don't want to be like last year's shows. <laughs> I know, it sounds like I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> We had a series of shows. Oh my god! I don't know. If it was, I don't know. It's 2014 or 2015, <laughs> where the the board, the, the audio board, was overmodulated. Overmodulation. By the way, folks listening home, you may you know wonder like there's no audio guy. Like there's a board with no one on it. <laughs> it's the empty board. Ghost, Ghost board. board. Okay, oh, ahead, Mark. All right. Do you have a board? There's. Uh, and I'm using the sure today. Oh, you're just re- shooting it straight in. Yeah. No, no. I'm using the sure mixer today. Okay. Sure. You. Anyway. Are. 
Okay. We have a letter here from Kristen. Okay. What does Kristen Flickr name is Kristen with a camera. I just mm. wanted to say hi. I listen to your podcast on my drives home from work, and they make sitting in traffic more bearable. I drive 17 south past the Garden State Plaza every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just there. I think I've heard people shout out their labs when they've written you, and I wanted to mention the lab I use, Old School Photo Lab. The turnaround times and quality are unlike any I have ever used. I'm assuming that's a good thing. Did you ever hear this one? Film yeah. is processed and scanned immediately, so you see your images just days after mailing out the film. Wow. They always go the extra mile for their customers. I would definitely recommend giving them a try. I love shooting film and love that I can relate to nearly all the topics that you talk about, and even those I can't relate to, such as shooting 8mm movies, I am so interested in hearing about. I especially love the program that you have that supports schools and people wanting to get into shooting film. Just wanted to say, hey, Merry Christmas to all, and happy holiday. See you on Route 17, Kristen. Yeah. Yeah, that's close by. Yeah. Very close. It's in Paramus. That's right. Paramus. Paramus Park. Quickly tell you about some folks that won some cameras. Back in September, we had like... September? Jeez. We had an APS camera, a Palooza. Yeah. And people may roll their eyes, but like, oh, APS. It's not Mark. Mark supports the format. This is a dead format. I had in the studio, like on shelves, these APS SLR cameras. I mean, these are professional, the high end hmm. APS like cameras. The Nikon Provia, is that what it's called? That. P R O V I A, I say. Yeah. Let's agree to disagree. We had a Minolta. <laughs> We had a Minolta. So uh, Tom, Tom Arbor in Worthington, Ohio, he got one of those high-end cameras. Uh, also, Dandy Denial. Dandy Denial. Dan D Denial or Dandy? D-A-N-D-Y. Really? I emailed Dandy and I said, Dandy, I, you know, yada, yada, you want the yeah. camera to get yeah. out. Oh, um, by the way, is that really your name? Is it? He said, yes. That is That's the coolest name. name I've ever heard. Dandy Denial. He's in uh, Dauphin, Canada. Dauphin? Yeah, Dolphin. Dolphin, Canada. Oh, yeah. It says Dolphin MB. What's that, Canada? Manitoba. Oh, you know all about that. Let's, um... Oh, hold on. (coughs) John's demanding. He's dry. (laughs) Well, you won't give me a bottle. Demanding seltzer. I I gotta, like, X you. May I have another sip? Thank you, sir. May I have some more? Hey, we're we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk to Mark about a camera. We'll be back. This is the time when you go out and you get what you really wanted for Christmas and pay for it with what you got and didn't want. So whether you're trading in Aunt Millie's gift or spending Christmas money, now's the time to get the simplest camera in the world, Polaroid's One Step. Here's a camera you never focus. You just press the button, a motor hands you the picture, and you see it in minutes. Just tell the story you'd rather have a One Step. Your Aunt Millie won't mind. People always take back Aunt Millie's presents. I did. (laughs) Hey, we're back. Let's do Kickstarter first. Sure. I know a lot of large format folks who, sh- who shoot 4x5 may find this interesting. And I just contacted Mark Dalzell. I said, Mark, this looks like Kickstarter would be right up your alley. So what is it, Mark? Uh, yeah, and it was. And within minutes of getting the link, I had chipped in my money. You did? I'm in, yeah. What is Kickstarter for people who don't know? It's, it's a, what do they call it, micro-funding, like crowdsource funding for little projects. If you come up with an idea of, like this guy, for instance, came up with an idea for a 4x5 daylight developing tank, and uh, which, as far as I know, no one's really made them forever. Like the, all the ones I have are from the right. 60s. Just today, as I was driving here on my front porch, was uh, my print uh, camera case came in, P-R-Y-N-T, which was a huge Kickstarter from last year, or uh, last summer, I should say. But it's just a way of, you know, if you have an idea for something, you know, in our world, it's usually going to be a new gadget. film or a new, yeah, a new camera gadget or a new camera, like the Travel Wide, or, you know, there have been a lot of good... 
cameras that have come up on there. And, you know, everyone chips in a dollar or 20 bucks or 100 bucks, and mm, you kind of get in on the ground floor. Get her done. The, um, what, your Petsville lens, that was a Kickstarter? Mm. I, I got my Petsville yeah, lens. I mean, so that's, you know, there was, there's been a lot of really cool Kickstarters going on. So, yeah. so anyway, so this thing, it's called the SP445. Uh, and like I said, it's a daylight 4x5 developing tank. It's just kind of a nice, slick design. It looks like a, uh, here's the actual, oh, let's see. Slick. Well, here's the, yeah, it's got a little video on his Kickstarter, but yeah, basically it looks like that. But, mm, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it looks like it's, it's a really easy to load design. It looks like it's designed well. Just go and, in your bag and pop it in there. Yeah, I mean, you, we, you'd use it in the studio in the kitchen. Yeah. But you can, you can load the film and then close the tank off and then turn the lights back on, just like we do yeah. with the regular developing tanks. But oh, yeah. I don't really have one. Because even for 4x5, I do tray developing. I don't have a uh, daylight tank for 4x5. So, mm. yeah, and it's, it's $47, and you get one. It'll hold four sheets of film, and wow. he's planning on having it done and shipping by April. So just in time for getting the spring 4x5 yeah. shooting going on. I mean, he was almost at the goal when I, when I got in on it. And when does it end? Oh, 20... It's not going to end until the end of January. So as of, as of this taping, you can clearly get oh. on. Oh, my God. It's Matt Marash. No way. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's going on, Mike? Hey, you're on the Film Photography Podcast. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Hey. hey. Uh, Whoa, hey. What's going on? Uh, not too much. Uh, I was just going to let you know, check the FTP inbox on the next day or so, and you be seeing some uh, some pretty cool goodies in there. No kidding. Yeah. Really? Like what? Like yeah, like what? Like uh, like a present for you know for you and the guys. Oh. Some, uh, some cards. No kidding. Oh. Well, I have uh, John here and Mark Dalzell. Hey, bro. Oh, hey. What are they up to? Hey, what are you guys up to? Oh, John has a beard. He looks yeah. like Rick from The Walking Dead. <laughs> he dies. We all. We all. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Mark kind of looks like a professor in 1972. Same old shaggy, the shaggy professor. And I got the eight by ten here. Yeah, he brought he brought his eight by ten. Oh, look at him! Hot shot now. I can't I can't give him hard time. That's right. We'll be talking about that in a little while. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Yeah, I didn't actually tell him what I found in that box. That was Matt Marashi. He, he dialed in to say hello, and uh, we're going to be talking about it in a few minutes. He's the only person who has the power to call in live to a show that we pre-tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So please continue, Mark. Uh, yeah, SP four four five daylight four by five developing tank looks good. Sounds good. What does that mean, daylight developing tank? Uh, you don't have to do all your developing in the dark, like doing that, you know, swishing around in the trays. So developing. you load this device, and then once you're loaded, you could do the rest in daylight. Right, yeah. So you shut the lights off, you, you slide your four sheets in, close the top, turn the lights back on, and then you can... Dump your you know, stuff d- in Just use out. it like you, yeah, develop it just like you develop a regular Cut roll it up of like 35. regular chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw that it touted that like it only uses like 16 ounces worth of developer. Oh. Yeah, he said in the final production, he's hoping to get that down to 14 ounces even. So, no kidding. So is, that, um, is that a lot less than you use in a tray? That's a small amount. I, do, I, I said earlier I don't have a 4x5 daylight tank. I actually do. It's an old Bakelite one from the 40s or 50s, which I've never trusted. I've never used it. Mm. But it's designed to hold like 10 sheets. Wow. So it would take like a quart of developer to, to actually fill it up if I was actually going to use it. So mm. if you just want to develop two or four right. sheets... It's kind of. He's got like a proof of concept prototype that he's made up, which right. looks great. He demonstrates how the how the agitation works, which looks good. And so, <laughs> it's called SP-445. 
Yeah. You can uh, go to kickstarter.com. Go to the Google. The fella's name is Timothy Gilbert. The Google. Okay, Timothy if, Gilbert. Yeah, so if, you just, if you just Google us before I trust that name because that sounds like a total geek name. Yes. I'm Christopher Gilbert. He has white hair and a beard, so yeah. you got you to gotta trust him. Oh, absolutely. Right. And you're in. I'm in. I... And you can't borrow it. So if you want one, you got to get your I've own. I've been sending my 4x5 film to the dark room. Okay. You know, for ease of ease and time. I mean, granted... That sounds pretty easy. I was at... This is a good little... This is, a, this is relevant. I was at a party this past Sunday, and there was a guy there at the party who I sort of know. He's a friend of a friend. I've talked to him before about photography. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh... He said, where do you do your developing? I said, oh, well, I, I mostly do it myself. He said, oh... Well, if you ever want, I found this amazing place that I ship stuff out to. It's in California. It's called the Dark Room. Get out of here. I was like, "Oh, the Dark Room! I yeah, know them for, well." For real? Yeah. He just yeah. out of the blue, he's discovered the Dark Room. You know, uh, Phil at the Dark Room. He's a man on his feet. Mm-hmm. He calls me often. He always has like good ideas. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Or uh, right now in the FPP online store, we now have a black and white infrared film. Mm. So, huh? Black and white infrared film. Huh. 200 ISO. Wow. Infra-gray. Yeah. So I, I'm sending some rolls to Phil, and he's going to have uh, Joe. Remember Joe from the lab? Yeah. He's going to have Joe Bailey put in his camera and shoot. He Excellent. Test, test shots. Cool. There's right. no sun here. Yeah. Yeah, not this time of year. Right you know, it's, it's really very, very gray here. Very infra-gray. And it's very infra-gray in Ohio as well. For, yeah. Because like, Leslie's like, oh, I'd love to test it, but there's no sun. Hmm. Well, thank you for the report on the uh, SP-445, 4x5 developer. Can't wait. Yeah. Hopefully sometime in like the May episode, I'll be able to talk about it. We're going to come back in a few minutes and talk to, uh, well, you know what? We'll take a break. Uh, We'll take a break. Uh, Mark O'Brien and Leslie will be by to talk about the Trip 35. So we'll be right back. Okay. I'm Thou the Yeezys. Yes. Mr. Brown. Booyah! Wow! Mr. Brown of the Dicos Cafés. Hey there, FPPers. Did you know the darkroom.com now offers sheet film processing? Sheets. That's right. 4x5 and 8x10, black and white, C41, E6 processing. Nice flat rate. Check them out, thedarkroom.com. Click on sheet film processing, fill out your form, ship it in. They'll process it, send it back, lickety split. They have excellent customer service. They do a great job. Consistent, dependable, thedarkroom.com. Check them out today. Yo. Hey, we're back, and on this segment, uh, I'm here in the studio on our break with Mr. Mark O'Brien. Hey, Mark. Hey there. And Leslie Lazenby. Hi, everyone. And Mark is going to talk about one of my favorite cameras, the Olympus Trip 35, which I would call a cult camera. Would you? Oh, I would definitely say it has a cult following. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to have any special um, handshake or anything like that to make it work. I, I'd had several of these over the years, and they made, I think, something like 5 million of these cameras. The Trip 35 is an, a manual 35-millimeter zone-focused camera that has a built-in selenium meter, which controls the shutter. It needs no batteries. It's a beautiful piece of work. I mean, it's got a, it's a, it looks a lot like a modern Olympus Pen digital camera. I mean, or I should say the Olympus Pen digital cameras look a lot like Olympus Trip 35s without the uh, nice array of solar cells around the outside there. It's got a uh, 40 millimeter f2.8 lens, so it's not really as wide as a 35, but it's wider than a 50. So, And it's got a uh, 
in the viewfinder. It's got a nice little focus area where you can look through. Everything's nice and clear. If you're underexposed and the shutter's not going to go off, a little red flag pops up and tells you. And it does have, although it's fully automatic, it has two shutter speeds, one fortieth of a second and one two hundredth of a second. And Ooh, Where's the one two hundredth of a second? I think it kicks in when you're in bright sunlight. No way. Yeah. Yeah, way. Okay. And the thing is, if you set it to flash, it's at one fortieth of a second. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's say you're inside and you've got uh, 100 speed film or whatever in here. You have to set your ISO, of course. And it does have settable ISO settings from 25 to 400. Beautiful. Which covers the range of films that most of us use. So if you're inside, you can set it to the to the to the actual aperture. It goes from f 2.8 to 22 and it says four flash well let's say you're inside and you don't think you have the shutter won't fire because there's not enough light at one fourth of a second to fire in low light you can just set to 2.8 and hope for the best if you do that does it kick into a manual one fortieth of a second yes it does yes and of course with a with a flash you can set it to whatever aperture your 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 flash tells you for that distance it has four distance settings it's got a profile setting which is like three feet away portrait it's got sort of a head and shoulders kind of thing with two people which is about four and a half feet it's got two people side by side which is about nine feet then it's got the mountains in the background which is past nine feet or into infinity what i love about this camera is it's it's so simple and it's it's got a little thumb wheel to advance the film it is a perfect street camera if you want to go around and not be intimidating to people you just have a little strap on the end here advance your film you got it on infinity most things are going to be over nine feet put up your eye push push the shutter button you're done yeah you're on your way you're on your way yeah before someone could say yeah go ahead two questions yeah is that a half frame or a full it's a full frame it's a full frame is that front lens threaded yes it is so you could you could put filters on it vision that you would filter for outside or inside yes wonderful yes, yes. Okay. and I, I forget the filter size it's it might an, be a 40 an and a half Four, uh, it's probably 40 40 and a half, half which is... i'm going to guess on experience that it's 43 millimeter 43 could be oh. yeah it could be 43 mm-hmm. yeah. i think it's 43 okay and the other the other beauty of this camera it does have a little it has a hot shoe on it shoe what shoe yeah it's also got a pc connector for if yes. you've got a, a flash cord mm-hmm. and so you can be quite versatile with it it's um it's got a, a tripod socket on the bottom it just plain works i mean it's so simple in its usage that if if you had a box full of these they'd be great for a photo class to use right because yes. they're concentrating on composition and so yes. forth and but the lens is sharp yes it is and i've shot about four rolls of film with this thing since i bought it for seven dollars and fifty cents at a thrift store back in early september you bought it and there was no lens cap on it and no lens cap on it and it worked great it works great okay that's a rarity sometimes mm-hmm. those meters. yes it is Maybe it's been kept in a dark bag for years. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's in really good shape. Yes, it is. It's not been beat up. The the, the uh, Japan Pass sticker fell off okay. before I got it. But anyway, it's a minor detail. Now, it also has the plastic shutter release, which means it's an older, it's a newer model. Right. Or a latter model. Based upon the, uh, it's got a serial number on there. I'm at, it's at 4,334,937. It's an active Flickr group of... Uh, are you in that? Uh, no, I'm not, but I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, it's active. I mean, there's folks chatting all the time about it. And so it's a great little camera, and I can't say that I... There's not too many of these little old point-and-shoot cameras that turn me on a lot that are simple like this. This one does, because 
it the the Zone focusing is very, very good. And if you're really worried about the actual distance, if you turn the camera over on the bottom, Ooh. it goes from three feet to, no to infinity. Yeah, it shows you the numbers right there. Oh. Yeah. And yes, you're correct. 43 and a half filter size. 43. 43 and a half. Would you look at that? I've been shooting with this camera for years now. I never turned it over. You got the one guy, the it. two guy, yep. the family, and the mountains. So let's say I'm shooting three people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's between seven, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, like ten feet? Yeah, ten feet. Two people, five feet. One person, like a little over three feet. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You learn something every day exactly. at the FPP. Yes, you do. <laughs> I do. I, I, same here. Well, it's a it's a great camera, and if you find you know, I, the reason I hadn't really. A, Fell in, fell in love with it before. I always had one that had some problem with it. Yeah. Like the most common one is for the ISO setting ring, which is on the outside ring of the camera, mm-hmm. to get moved. Yeah. And, um, with, and so if you're not paying attention, and you, let's say you're putting a filler on it, let's say you set it at 100 and you're dinking around with it, next thing you know, you've been shooting with it, and it's an ISO 25. You go, oh, how'd that happen? <laughs> Right. And so if it's a loose one, <laughs> this you can hear it, feel it click if if it's if it's really working well. So, you, but I had one where it's just kind of loose, and I'd have a little piece of tape holding it. So I I got rid of that one after a while. And the other one I think I had it had some other problem. But this one works fantastically. I can't yeah. say enough about it. Uh, ISO fifty. There's an ISO. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, actually, I have some old Plus X in there now, and I rated it, rated it at ISO eighty rather than because it's instead of one twenty five. It's about from nineteen. Parallax yeah, parallax correction. Close. Yeah. So it's a it's a nice little camera. I think it's it's greatly underrated by most people. Like John Fidelli. Oh yeah, he underrates it. Yes. He does not care for it. Oh, Mark Delzell and John, they just don't like they it won't catch fire in oh, my, yeah. my little New Jersey community. Oh. Well, I I've taken I just I have a bunch of pictures on it, Flickr that I've taken. I can walk down the street. It's always ready. I can just put it up. I see something. Get it. And you could compare it to someone just using their smartphone now oh, doing yeah. stuff, except that I'm shooting it in black and white on Sfema 100. Yes. Or I'm or some other. I had also the Sfema 125 color, and yes. it was really good. So it's a it's a fantastic little camera. You don't have to think too hard about it. You're concentrating on getting the picture. And what is mm-hmm. parallax? Con- con- Parallax correction. correction. What does that mean? It means because this is a rangefinder and you're not viewing through the lens. No, you're not. That when you're close, such as this three and a half feet, you could cut someone's head off. Is that right? Yeah, so keep it inside the inner frames rather than the outer frames. Is that, is that what that's for? That's yeah. A, when you look at the top of the little frame in there, you'll notice there's... See it? See the little... Little frame oh. lines. See those little brackets kind yeah. of? And then there's another little set that's... Inside of that, parallax correction. Is that keep right? it, keep, keep it, it inside in there. there. Keep yeah. it in there. And it's simply because you're not viewing through the lens. You're viewing through that little window, so it's off a little bit. I certainly learned something else, and I own this camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, but I'm going to. I highly recommend it. And also, they, there's a, they make a solid black. Oh, yeah. Those are kind of rare. Yeah, those are hard to find. And if you go on that. They're professional. Uh, I don't know if they're professional. It's black is professional. If you go to the Flickr group, go to Flickr.com or just type in Olympus Trip 35 Flickr group. It'll come right up. Uh, there is a thread talking about uh, 
the black version of this camera. And also, there's a, apparently a uh, Olympus Trip 35 guru. I think he's in Europe. Oh, yeah? He fixes them and resells them. There's a website that <gasps> oh, sells Oh, yeah, these. I've seen that. And his yeah. website's pretty good. He yes, it is. information. Now, the cool thing with this camera, I mean, the, the, it's not really leatherette. It's plasticette. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would believe if you could re, re, uh, redo the leatherette on this in some like red or green. I, I believe be that SKSI actually has them cut for that. Okay, that would mm-hmm. be very sexy. It yeah. would. People mm-hmm. would drool. They would want to steal it from you thinking it was a really valuable camera. Yeah. It's a great camera. I don't think yeah. that'd even do it, though, for, for John or for, Mark. For seven fifty, no, no I mean, not even, no. Can't go wrong. I don't think so. Schnazzy red leather won't do it. Well, Mark, thank you very much. You're welcome. I highly encourage everyone to try to trip 35. It's awesome. Pick one up, and you'll, you'll see why. eBay prices will start spiking again. Exactly. There you go. Hey, we'll be right back. Photographs, ladies and gents. Memories of the Costa Buava. Impress your neighbors. Oh, hang on. That's an Olympus trip. Quite a tick. Off a mo. Stone me, you're David Bailey, aren't you? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm not Bailey. Listen, I think you want me. Look, chum, I'm talking to the engineer, not the oily rag. Nah, you can't fool me, David, old son. Don't mind if I call you David, do you? Oh, psycho lens, like on the Olympus OM2. Built in light meter. All you have to do is press the shutter. Even you could do that. No, I'd recognise you anywhere, David. I'm a terrific admirer of your work. Terrific pictures. Listen, I'm David Bailey. That's James Hunt. Oh, James Hunt. Who's she? The Olympus trip. So simple, anyone can use it. I'm here in the studio with Matt. We're doing a live spot for the Debonair. Oh my gosh, that plastic, fantastic. Yep, easily the coolest 120 toy camera out there. 120 toy camera. It's 19.99 US, and while supplies last, you get the camera and a roll of 120 film. It's usually popular. We're sending out a lot of cameras per per week. As a matter of fact, I. I some of the folks at the show that we ran into what show had ordered from the FPP store lately. Myself, Matt, and Leslie from Imagine That. Imagine that. <laughs> Sprockets. Oh, they just look fantastic, Mike. Uh, we Instead of using 120 film in the FPP Debonair, which is a 120 plastic camera, myself, Matt, and Leslie have been dropping in 35-millimeter cartridges. It fits perfectly. All you need is, like, a piece of, like... Uh, packing peanuts? Packing peanuts. Some gaffer's tape? Yeah, one on each side. And Ooh. you're good to go. It fits in perfect and... Nice and snug. Nice and snug, and it, it creates... Uh, your image on 35-millimeter film includes the image onto the sprocket area of the film, which is... Very cool. When people see that, they're like, Whoa, Whoa. how'd you do that sprocket photography? <laughs> so the FPP Debonair filmphotographystore.com. It's a limited amount. Think about it. That's it. Get it now. It is the coolest camera. A number one recommended by myself. Matt, anyone that's used it so far, two thumbs up. So, filmphotographystore.com, 120-film cameras, there it will be. Check it out. Hey, we're back. You know, I was going to talk about a few other things, but Mark is bursting at the seams to talk about his, (laughs) wait a minute, his Kalamut 8x10 camera. Kalamut? Yep. So the other day, I don't know if I saw it on Facebook or if you just texted me, like, I have an 8x10 camera. You you actually texted me. While I was negotiating, you texted me asking some question about film or something, and I was like, can't talk, buying 8x10. <laughs> I, I asked Mark, I'm like, well, bottom line, what did it cost? He said, save it for the show. So here we are. Oh, come on. So what I got Spill here. Spill your guts, sister. I got, I got myself a, a 1960s classic 
Army Green Magnesium Calumet C1 8x10 view camera. It's really it ugly green. With all of the bells and whistles. It is, uh, a, it, it, it is a 1960s green, wouldn't you say? Oh, totally. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Totally. $150 I got it for. Oh, my God. And that's what you offered, or did you have to negotiate? Uh, you started with 50 bucks. I, I think I started at 100 Okay. And I let him talk me up to 150 And how, did, how exactly did you, this come into your possession? Like, d- describe it. Like, what happened? Where were you? I, I mean, I was just at work. There are, like, local junk guys, estate <laughs> clean-out, storage auction guys, whatever, uh, who just know that I buy weird things and musical instruments and cameras. So he rolled in. It's just, it came in this huge black case. That's that big black case over there. No, no kidding. Um, and I was thinking he was wheeling in an amp. And as soon as he said it was a camera, I dropped everything else I was doing and went for it. But, uh, yeah, so he got it in an estate clean-out. Um, and he, you know, he didn't really know anything about it, and now it's mine. Dog. And uh, Mark, folks at home should know he works at uh, his shop. It's called uh, Metropolitus <laughs> Music <laughs> Metropolis. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> Metropolis <laughs> Metropolis Music in Jersey City, New Jersey. And that's me. And he has all sorts of people walk in. And if you have any old yeah. cameras or film to dispose of, you can leave L- them in a bucket. Literally, things fall in his lap. So I was just saying, someone literally walked in and said, hey, you like cameras. Here, you can have this. And it was a Time Zero sonar with the ITT magic flash on top. He just gave it to me. I'm like, wow. yes. So people just give me things. Wow. But, what, kind of, um, what kind of lens did it have? Oh, it's funny you should ask. Yes. Um, yeah, so this, is, this has got a, um, what do you call it, Artar. Which Matt assures me is a completely acceptable lens. It's an eight and a quarter inch, which translates into some number of millimeters. F nine seems to work really well. It's it's mounted in a uh, a nice fancy shutter. It's all complete. I mean, the bellows are great. Bellows. Got a nice piece of glass on the back. Came with a couple accessories here and there, and uh, and then I spent about the equivalent amount of money on a couple of film holders for it because I didn't have any holders. Right. And are you thanks to Matt? Are you excited about it? I, I am excited. I'm like, I'm excited, but I'm not looking forward to the amount of work it's going to be to shoot it and then develop it and then scan it. But I am looking forward to the results. Like the first few times I used the 4x5, well, it just blew me away at the quality. I mean, you could, you could go out and take like a, like a beautiful portrait of your house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your car. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking of doing was doing a house shot. But again, it's just so gray out. It's just no fun right now. Yeah. Even a black and white shot is going to look kind of... Does that lens have a little PC so you can put a flash? Yep. Yeah, it's, it, it's a X, M or X-Sync, but obviously no one uses M anymore. But yeah, it's X-Sync. It's got a self-timer. It's got all kinds of neat little features. It's a pretty good sh- little shutter. Do you own any of those larger handheld flashes that have a PC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do? Th- those are great. Yeah, but I tend to n- almost never use flash. Okay. Um, so I, I tend to always just use natural light anyway, or lights. Right. Which, good choice. Yeah. I, I like to see exactly what I'm getting before the flash goes off, because I'm not very good with flash. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we could look forward in days to come for you to come back on the show and kind of give us like a follow-up. Yeah, I'm hoping by now. Now, I'm just, I just got this camera. I haven't used it yet. But by now, you can get on my Flickr stream and probably see a couple of shots that yeah. I've taken. But yeah, this is... Bonus. It's a good, it's, from what I've read online, it's a, it's a pretty well-regarded starter 8x10 camera. You can find them relatively starter. cheap. Not it, as cheap as you got it. No. Not as cheap as you no, got it. No, but I mean, in the world of 8x10, it's a relatively cheap camera. It's, they say it's heavy. I don't really feel like it's heavy. I, they, not that they, bad. 
Yeah, they were available um, when, when they first started making them. They were made out of magnesium, and then later on they switched to aluminum. The, most of the the green ones tend to be magnesium, and then the black the black ones are aluminum, which were um, uh, made up until the mid '80s, I think. No kidding. Um, so the magnesium ones they say are 14 pounds, which for a camera is pretty heavy, but for a yeah. freaking gigantic camera. John commented how light it is. First, yeah, when you see something that big, you expect it to be heavy, but it's you know with the bellows, it's mostly you put, air. You put the bellows. You put the picture <laughs> on your Flickr stream of it, right? Well, you're talking yeah, to the mic, yeah. not to Mark. No. <laughs> so you put your figure in a flatter flame, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, as soon as I got it. <laughs> I, uh, it was at the store. I just couldn't help but shoot a couple of little yeah. quick pictures of the store in the background. There are pictures of that camera up on your Flickr street? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. The same ones that I texted you that day, I, I, I couldn't help but throw it up on Flickr. I put it in the I just picked up thread on FPP. Whenever I get something particularly good, I have to oh, post in there. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, very yeah, good. Yeah, good job keeping up with what's going on in the Flickr. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, when we come back, we're going to read a few uh, letters for, for the folks. What are you, still hungover? And then we're going, no. And actually, we're going to quick, have a quick powwow. Uh, are we? We're going to do something. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll do something. Some make greatness look simple, like the great Gretzky. And Canon's new vision of photography, the inspiring T70, with the pure agility of touch-button control and three distinct program modes. Now, Canon makes it simple to handle any shot. The inspiring Canon T70. It makes the great shot simple. Hey, we're back. What do you got planned? Uh, this is from our good friend Andrew Bartram. We met him in England. Oh, yeah. Awesome Andrew? guy. War, war, of what's his... Flicker's name, Warboy? Yes. Warboy Snapper. Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent photographer. Uses a lot of expired film. Am I reading this? Yeah. It's mostly just profanity. <laughs> let, me, let, me try and, let me try and clean it clean up a bit for up. the air. Hi, Mike. I brought my Riga Planar 2 with Riga Bias Cartridge Cirrus Amp and Celestial DL speakers from the loft around four years ago. I thought you were going to stop cursing. <laughs> Does anyone understand what I'm I saying right now? Idea. That's why you're reading backwards? it. Did you just Do you know what that is, the Riga Planar 2? Uh, yeah, it's a record player. Oh. Got my turntable service from Analog Seduction. That's a good name. That's Analog for the vinyl Seduction. Podcast. Yeah. In the UK, and my amp serviced from Mission 1 Huntingdon. What amp did he have? Uh, it's an RP1 table. Riga Bias Cartridge Cyrus that's, 1. That's the stylus. Cyrus 1 mm. amp. My 17-year-old daughter loves vinyl. She loves reading the lyrics and chilling to a whole album. That's yeah. the way it's supposed to be done. Laying on the floor with the, with the jacket. Yep. yep. She bought me a mint copy of Blonde on Blonde for Father's Day. Oh, beautiful. The turntable and amp speaker is all 80s budget stuff, and I have a soft seat set up in a dedicated room. That's soft nice. seat set up in a dedicated room. That's poetry right yeah, there. Yeah, really. So with my dark room, I have two rooms. Giving up listening to iTunes. We've got to start pressing the podcast on vinyl, otherwise we're going to lose them. <laughs> Top yeah. stuff, Mike. Andrew Bartram. Yeah, Andrew's awesome. All right. We, we, we got him. Thanks, man. Got him into vinyl. What I've been doing lately, I own a <clears throat> 1980s Onkyo amplifier. Onkyo. Which is, the original was mine. Mm-hmm. And I bought the turntable from the man across the street at the flip side. Yes. Uh, just, Stand the man. Yeah. You guys at home should know, if you go to a vintage vinyl store, like one that's survived the digital dark ages, like one that's been there. These guys stock vintage turntables. And new turntables, too, probably. And new. I am totally, I'm totally not on board. I know nothing about new turntables. John does. Yes. But we'll save it for that show. What show? 
But I bought a vintage, um, what's it called? You know, Techniques? Techniques. And Technics. The difference between, because I don't ever bash the cheap pl- plasticky Crossley. Why not? Because I feel it's bad. It's like having a Leica with a plastic lens. <laughs> but like from my Leica. Onkyo, I took, yeah, uh, I took a two RCA cable that goes to a mini plug stereo mini. into the very device that records this podcast. It's yeah. called a goon, a goon. It's called a Zoom, <laughs> Zoom Handy Recorder. Yes. And I made a recording of one of my Frank Sinatra albums. And Wait, you came out of the turntable into your Zoom? Out, yeah. No, out of the Onkyo. Onko, oh, oh, right, yeah, okay, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, out of the uh, amp mm-hmm. into the Zoom microphone. And? Beautiful. Yeah. I took the file upstairs, I chopped it up in Audacity, uh-huh. and then named it, Yeah. and then put it in a collection, in a folder, and that's that album. Great. Yep. I'm very excited. Is that legal? It's for my own personal use. I know, but still. Yeah. Uh, there's some actually debate whether home recording, taping is legal. It's crazy. Actually, ho- recording, no. making a copy of a, a, a released album is probably illegal, but the loophole is, see, stores can sell blank media. Blank and, tapes. What are they selling them for? Right. Be- because it's a, legal, it's a legal loophole. Yeah. Well, if it's for your own personal use, there's no problem with it. It's like mixtapes. If you're posting it online, no. you download for free. That's no. not cool. <laughs> or posting it online for people to buy. Yeah. That's definitely not cool. Yeah. yeah. So that was my anyway, loop. I was just Anyhow. making a joke. Oh, great. So. Way to go, Andrew. Good yeah. on you. When we come back, I'm going to do a quick, quick crash course on the uh, Canon EOS, and we'll be right back. I need that. Yeah. Hey, this is Michael Rosso. Did you know that the Film Photography Podcast is listener-supported? That's right. Without you, there is no Film Photography Podcast, which is why we need your help. Please consider donating to the Film Photography Podcast by going to filmphotographypodcast.com and in the upper right-hand corner, clicking the Donate button. Your donation will keep the Film Photography Podcast running. Any purchase that you make in the Film Photography Podcast store will also support the Film Photography Podcast. Let's keep these shoes coming. That's right, yeah. Support the Film Photography Podcast. Yeah. Hey, we're back. John, crash me, baby. Yeah, I'm here at my Canon EOS, and John's going to follow along with okay. his EOS. Okay, Mike. Would you like an EOS to follow no, along? No, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> okay, folks at home, if you own a Canon EOS camera, whether it's film or digital, John, by the way, is holding the What's Canon. This? John's <laughs> holding the Canon EOS Rebel T T I T I, yeah, which was one of the very last film cameras made by Canon. I believe that was made in 2003 or 2004. Wow. It's a great camera. It's compact. It's like a big, you know, what do you call them? Like a, like a big, like a big, you know, Olympus stylus. Like yeah, a, yeah. It's, 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 it's an SLR, but it's a very small SLR. It has a screen on the back that you could, so when you're at parties, you can make believe you're shooting digital. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, like, look at the back. Isn't there a little screen? Oh, but no images. No, it's images just for comes. menu. Yeah, it's All just right. for menu. Yeah, silly. Uh, oh, so I can chimp and be like, just pretend. This, by no means, is an instructional. Consult your manual. But quick crash course is put your batteries in, and cannons always start on L, which to them is lock, which means off. Mm-hmm. And then this one says off, though. Oh, it does. They got with it by the time they stopped production on them. <laughs> That's what finally killed them. <laughs> 
By the way, I will like to say that this camera for me, and I think for John, because John was complaining to me, like yes. family functions, tired of focusing. Mm. Now, John and I have tired eyes because, yeah. you know, we're middle-aged men. What'd you say? Oh. My eyes. Yeah, my eyes. My, my vision. Eyes. My vision. <laughs> so these cameras are great for family functions yeah. because you can get great pictures with very ease right. and you don't have to worry about focus. Right. And also... If you're going to hand your camera to, let's say, your mother or father-in-law to take a picture, right. they're not going to be like, I want that accident. I can't do this. John. Usually grandparents can't focus no. at all. Grandparents don't even remember what a camera is. Right. <laughs> so all you really need to worry about is turning it to P program. P for program. program. Oh, this has many fields for focusing. Yeah. That camera, you probably go into the menu and set a lot of... Is there a diopter? There probably is a diopter. Some cameras have a little wheel next to your eyepiece so that you could actually adjust it to your eyesight, the diopter. But this one does not have one. Neither does the Canon EOS that I have in my hand, which is the Rebel X. Great thing about Canons, I mean, I like this about the Canons, is that when you put your roll of film in, it will suck in the entire roll of film and then do a backward count. This works especially well if you're hand-rolling your film and, you know, your count may be off. So when you roll 24 exposures, you actually have 27. I prefer it. Yeah. Film sits in the camera sometimes a long time and you forget how many exposures. Yeah. Now, Doesn't sadly, nice folks, window. John's going to forget that this function exists and he's going to think that mm. he's only on exposure like, two. How come this roll only has one shot? <laughs> <laughs> By putting it into P program, you're now ready to really point and shoot. P program. If you're in a situation where you feel you want a little a flash, on the on the left hand side, it's on the left hand side. The little button. Nope. Hmm? Little black button. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Press that. Oh. oh, you see that? It frightened me. That has a pop up flash, Same. internal flash, so you could you know get a little flash. Oh, it flashed. It flashed very nice. Now let's say uh, your your kids are playing in the backyard and you want to like freeze action. Freeze. And it's daytime. In that case, you may want to turn your camera to what says TV. No, you're not going to get the Ed Sullivan show on the back. Ed Sullivan show. But on the back, but now that now the camera is in what's called shutter priority. So now you could use that wheel, John. So now I can crank it up to like one. 25th, 250, 500. You got to look up the little window on top. I don't see nothing. No, right here. You got to look here. See, Where? Look here. Oh, up there. No, I don't have At, that. Oh, I have it back here. Oh. Is it on TV? You gave me a broke one. You don't have it on TV? Oh, duh. Okay. Painful. Oh, look at that. It's got 125. Painful at home. To li- folks at home are in like... Oh, 180, 250, 350. All of them. Yeah. It's got all of them. Mark isn't even paying it. <laughs> Mark's on his phone. I'm playing a game. I'm playing golf. <laughs> so now... You, on all cannons, it says TV. TV mm-hmm. means shutter priority. Oh. So you'll set your shutter, yes. and the camera will pick the, uh, the F-stop. Okay, so I push the button, and I shut, set the shutter. Okay, great. Let's say you want to do a portrait. Let's say a loved one, maybe your, your aunt or your uncle, uh, and you want the background to be like out of focus. Yeah. You'll want to use what's called aperture priority, or as I call it, F-stop priority. Av. You do? Yeah, A-V. That means by switching it to AV, you can now select your F-stop. This only I'm all goes about to, aperture. This only I, goes, only, I don't understand shutter priority. Why this would only you goes to 5.6. That's because of the lens you have. At a different focal length, it'll go down lower. Change the focal length. Oh, I see. Now try to go down. Oh, there you go. Where does it go? 3.5? 3.5. Nice. Now you could take shots and your, you know, your foreground, your subject will be nice and crisp and your background will be a little blurry. So that's, I mean, a nice little feature, right? I like that. Next button is M, manual. 
manual. Now, this gets a little tricky, and you may need to consult your manual. The wheel adjusts the uh, shutter, but then you need to press a button somewhere on your camera to set the... Uh, to set the, the uh, yeah, it's, it's somewhere. You'll find it. But very, oh. very rarely do I use manual. Very, very rarely. And I think because you're using an automatic camera, I think when you're using this camera, you're probably not going to want to deal with both. A camera like this, I wouldn't use manually. Exactly. Uh, another feature here, if you... Let's say you put a roll of film in and it's expired. Let's say a 200 ISO film, mm. but you want to shoot it at 100. Mm. When you put the film in, the camera's automatically going to sense the ISO. You'll see it right. in your screen. It's going to read it. But you could turn your camera to ISO, and now you could manually dial in your ISO. A lot of icons here. Which one is ISO? Oh, is it on, is it on this well, wheel? Let me see. I got... No, that's for that. That's it would just say ISO. Oh, oh, you uh. broke it. <laughs> it varies camera to camera. Oh. On John's camera, look at this. What? It says A Depp. That's a word. Johnny Depp. On here, on John's camera, see function? Look at that. Ah, oh, it's in the back. It has a little, it says function. So you have um, ISO, like if you want to shoot like one shot at a time or rapid succession. Ooh. Or go back to ISO. Now, once you hit ISO, you could dial your wheel and you could dial in whatever you want. Oh, look at and that. And then once you set it, you're good. Until you put another roll in. Exactly. John asked me, okay. you know, about, hey, a camera that's autofocus. I recommended the Canon EOS. This camera, EOS line, has its fans. The great thing about this with Canon <clears throat> or Nikon is once you get into these newer cameras, these lenses mix and match on your digital camera. Okay. So let's say you invest in a prime lens. Uh, I have on my camera the beautiful Canon 40-millimeter pancake lens. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, it's so cute and tiny. It is. And it's so easy to use. This camera, this lens will, yeah, this lens will go back and forth between my Canon film EOS cameras and my digital cameras. Nice, folks. That is my crash course. Easy peasy. These cameras are amazingly easy to use. So you really just need to remember P for program, TV for shutter priority, AV for aperture priority. You have manual mode. You could set your ISO to a different speed than the, f- the, the film uh, offers via its DX code. And then there's some symbols I never use because yeah. it's just silly. Well, what, what is the flower for? Close up? You, have a f- yeah. you also have, which I don't use, a picture of a face portrait. Then it appears that's yeah. some kind of, like a mountain. It's a mountain. Then you have a flower. A flower. The and guy then you, running. And guy running. Is that guy running? That guy's running. It's action. Then yeah, it's a, action. Then a backlight function, is that what that is? The I, sun's behind him, or is that a star night? That's night, night portrait. Night, night portrait. portrait. So, I mean, you could play around with these so things. It leaves the shutter open for a long time, but flashes, so you get more detail in the background. Oh, it automatically popped the, the, the flash up when you did that? Yeah. No, How no, about that? But, of course, if you don't have the manual, as John does not have the manual, you can go online, just, just uh, search Mike Butkus, B-U-T-K-U-S, camera manuals. And uh, good old Mike has them up there. They're free. He asked for a donation. Uh, there you have it. Exciting, right? It's great. Are I you excited about that? Yes, I am. I'm going to get... go back in time and use it for Christmas. Good. If you, <laughs> if you get very excited about this, and let's say you're at your home alone at night, you could go on eBay. You could find, John, I'm so, I, they're beautiful. You could find like a 50 millimeter F14. Oh. 
I own one. Yeah. I own an 85 millimeter 1.8. I also own a uh, 24 millimeter. They're beautiful. So you can get a set of prime Relatively lenses. Relatively inexpensive. If, yeah. If you do an eBay search and you have the search in there so they com- it comes up whenever they come online, mm. I mean, you have to just, you know, be patient. But the prime lenses are beautiful. Yeah. We'll see, Michael Rasso. You're, you're going to like the way you shoot. I, I'm looking forward to your Canon EOS report. Okay. Hey, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey folks, Michael Rosso here to talk about this podcast. That's right, this very podcast is sponsored by you, our listener. If you're a regular listener to this broadcast, please consider donating some dollars to the Film Photography Podcast to keep us going in 2016 and beyond. Your donation of $1 per podcast, that's $24 per year, will help keep the lights on here at the FPP studio, pay all the fees associated with keeping the podcast going, fuel our student donation program, our free workshops, and a heck of a lot more. So please do consider, head over to filmphotographyproject.com, click the donate button, and please consider donating to your favorite podcast, The Film Photography Podcast. Hey, we're back. I just want to read one quick letter before we sign off for today. This is from Thea Bendix. Yes. Uh, her Flickr name is Kanema Studios. Kanema Studios. How do you spell that? C A N E M A H Studios. S T U D I O S. Kanemas. Hi, Mike and the gang. I'm running out of superlatives to describe how much I love the shoe. Shoe? What shoe? I'll listen while I'm working in my online shop in my dark room or while I'm in my art studio. On a past show, y'all were looking at my Flickr stream where I have photos taken. Using a reversing ring on my Pentax K1000. Oh, you reverse your lens on the camera. It makes it a macro lens. Yeah. This allowed me to take super close-up photographs. Leslie mentioned wanting to talk about methods of shooting close-ups, such as extension rings, macro lenses, bellows, bellows, attachments for SLRs, etc. Any chance of having a segment on close-up photography? Huh, Mike? Huh, huh? Uh, Leslie? I just got a set of bellows. Bellows. Also, I missed Dane and Mark's good camera, crappy camera segment. I learned about so many cameras that I hadn't heard of before. Then I'd head over to eBay to satisfy some gear acquisition syndrome. In closing, I want you all to know that I heartily recommend the FPP to my film camera customers. Yay. Thank you. She hardly? For all their film. She she, she, she's oh, like, no. listen. Ha- no, I, I said heartily. Oh, she's, like, she's like, I don't know if I really could recommend this. But I you heartily, may want to check that I heartily recommend. Oh, thank you, Thea. For all their film per- purchases. Happy Christmas to all of you. Thea, P.S. Did I mention how much I love the show? What's the show? <laughs> and now here she is from Minnesota, little Thea Bendix. I need to get either more crappy cameras or more good cameras so we can do that again. Uh, people like that, I think we'll bring it back. Yeah, we'll bring it back. One person liked it. How about we bring Dane back? Where's he been? Uh, where's Dane? Oh, yeah. you know we we you record these Fridays. on we record these on date oh, nights. It's the only night he can't get out. So uh, get I want to thank Mark Dalzell. Yeah, he uh, came in and he presented us here on New Year's Day with which we have been uh, sorely lacking. Mm-hmm. FPP business cards. 
business. Everyone's, I mean, everyone. Oh, do you have a card? Do you have a card? I mean, on mm-hmm. the street, people see me taking pictures. Oh, do you have a card? Oh, what are you doing shooting for? Are you from the newspaper? I'm like, no, I do this blog, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, here. And how it. many times do we just mm-hmm. say, it's FPP, just Google FPP, yeah. you'll find it. FPP? No, they don't have to remember all those letters. Right. We should <laughs> just be F. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Yeah. Wow, you're welcome. It's very thoughtful. So that's it for this fab show. I want to thank everyone for listening. You could write to us at, you know, all these beautiful letters came in. That's because people wrote to us at Film Photography Podcast. Look at my card. card. <laughs> Film Photography Podcast at gmail.com. Yo. Oh, that's not what's on the card. And we'll be back in just two short weeks. Hey, two weeks. And I want to thank our friend uh, Pancho over there in the UK. Oh, yeah? How's he doing? He's doing great. He's been drawing. Yes. And, Fantastic uh, artist. Uh, Pancho, why don't you, uh, b- b- I should say, Ballard Pop. Ballard Pop, Darren Riley. Uh, send, us a, like, send us a fan letter, <laughs> and we'll read it on the show. Yeah, or come back and visit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll have a grand time. Mm. He should come in September when you have your Crab Fest, or August. Oh, that would be yeah. lovely. We'll be back. All right. See ya. Oh, and I want to thank the Smooth Sailors. Oh, yeah, why? Because we ain't done nothing. No, at the end of the show, for my Super super 8 uh, movies, I've been, like, putting smooth music on. Oh, nice. Like the the FPP antics. Yeah. Oh, Um, that was a good one, yeah. Yeah, that's... That's smooth music that I think I smoothed. I think I slowed it. Oh, you smoothed the smooth? Yeah. Wow. That's like a double negative. It is. So we'll be back in two weeks. All right. Mm Mm-hmm.
at the FPP podcast, I'd like to thank you for the gas here at